How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 85 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And today we got part two with Bryce Patrick of Locked On Rangers. So I'll send it to that in just one sec. But uh, first off, uh, please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. Bryce Patterick is at Bryce Patterick on Twitter. And uh, if you have any mailbag questions for us or just any baseball questions to get ready for the season, uh, please direct them to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, that's all that. A couple of news and notes to get you guys updated with uh, just A's news for the day. Uh, Dick Callahan, the A's uh, PA announcer, he is not going to be able to uh, do public addressing uh, this year because he's been having some, uh, some health uh, complications. It just said health reasons. So uh, he's going to be sitting out. So the A's are trying to look for other ways to use the PA system. And uh, one of those is Tom friggin' Hanks, where he would just like pre-record intros and stuff like that. And that's an awesome idea. And uh, I'd really love for them to be doing, you know, uh, player pun names to go with his movie titles. And uh, his movie titles aren't great for this game because it's like Philadelphia. You're like, well, yeah, you just replace the word and then that doesn't. Piscotty Philadelphia? No, that it's stupid. So I came up with a couple. Uh, there's Chaps Away, which sounds a little dirty, but uh, that's for Castaway. You got Big Matt, which is just adding Matt to the end of Big for uh, for Matt Olson. Uh, I didn't come up with a good Turner and Hooch one, um, so that made me sad because that I think that may be one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies is Turner and Hooch. I watched it recently and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I mean, you could go with, like, The Gross for The Post, and that would be for Robbie Grossman. Uh, and then there's Sleepless and Semyon, which, again, sounds dirty. So I don't think that this is a great idea that they should go with, but I would love to hear Tom Hanks' voice doing uh, whatever he wants to. Uh, he is America's dad, and, uh, you know, if they can incorporate him for any any reason, I am here for it. Um, also, uh, the A's announced their opening earlier... Uh, exhibition day starters for Monday and Tuesday on Monday. You got Shamanaya going uh, against the giants in Oakland. And then on Tuesday, you got Mike fires and Chris Bassett kind of double teaming it against the giants in San Francisco. So that's uh, basically opening up the door according to Susan's lesser for Frankie Montas to get the opening day start. Unless they really want to pull a fast one and go with AJ puck, which should be a little bit of an out there situation, but uh, you know, maybe they go that way. Uh, she said in her piece that Frankie Montas has been getting a lot of praise uh, from A's coaching staff and all that since uh, since they reported. He's looked like he's in midseason form. He he was on an all-star track last year, so it makes sense that he'd be the guy to get the opening day nod, and I'm not mad about that. So uh, Frankie Montas probably starting against the Angels next Friday night for, uh, for opening night, you know, for the actual season. That's going to start in a week. One week, and we get baseball. Uh, hopefully nothing catastrophic happens in that time. Cause I'd, I'd like to see, uh, the A's play baseball. That'd be nice. Um, yeah. So, uh, without further ado, here's, uh, Bryce Patterick and myself talking a little bit more about baseball. Uh, we talk a little bit in this part about, uh, the Rangers pitching, uh, like their, uh, th- pitching depth, their best case scenario for the Rangers this season, the Corey Kluber trade and how he feels terrible about how they fleece the Indians for that deal. Uh, he doesn't. He is uh, almost gloating about it. Um, and then, you know, just other regular stuff. So, uh, yeah, have fun. Enjoy. I don't Who's... know about the winning the West, but yeah. <laughs> Who, Who's slotted in as their uh, their fourth and fifth starters right now? Or, like, who's uh, in the running right now? 
uh, Kyle Gibson and um, oh gosh, I forgot who the other guy was. Oh my god, my brain's going blank. It's I'm been like so Chichi long. Gonzalez, he's, but I don't think he's there anymore. I think he's with like the, no, like, the Rockies. He, he's a, <laughs> yeah, he's with the Rockies. Um, oh my gosh, I can't think of it. They just signed him this year. Oh my god, I've only thought about like Kyle Gibson. Um, <laughs> hold on, give me a second. I, I no, that's all good. It's gonna it's gonna break my brain. Um, this is really frustrating. Oh yeah, uh, Todd. I forgot about Todd Frazier. Gosh, like there's been so many things that have happened. Like my brain going back to it. Yeah, uh, Gibson, uh, Jordan Lyles. That's who it is. That's who ah, it is. Jordan right. Lyles is going to be the fifth starter. Uh, which, like, if Jordan Lyles is your fifth starter, like that, that's pretty solid. I wasn't that excited about him because it was like literally just like Kyle Gibson and Jordan Lyles were like the only moves they made in the offseason, like at the very start of it. And so for the first like two weeks, um, back when Morgan was still on the pod, we were like, uh, great this is all you're doing. You get two like mediocre starters. Like if those guys are three, four, then like, that's not that inspiring. And then they pulled the Corey Kluber trade out of literally nowhere. Still don't know how the heck that happened besides the Indians are cheap. Like there's literally no justification for it. I love Delano to shields to death. I think he's amazing. He's like my favorite player that I've ever interviewed. Really thoughtful guy, but he is a fourth outfielder who is speed first and he is turning 30 soon. Like, what are you doing? And then, um, Gosh, uh, the other prospect, Emmanuel Classe, yeah. Uh, Classe, like, is really good, but then he immediately got suspended for, like, 60 games because of PEDs. So, I mean, it's not really surprising from a guy who throws a 101-mile-an-hour cutter that he might be using drugs. Um, (laughs) But, you know, still, like, it still doesn't make any sense. And unless Corey Kluber's arm, like, fell off, I will always be in favor of that trade given the context. That leads me into my next question, though. Which His is, arm's uh, still attached. I mean, right now, yeah. <laughs> my my <laughs> next question was actually, do you feel bad for literally stealing Corey Kluber? No, no, I don't. Um, I did have some qualms with because Corey Corey Kluber is from uh, I want to say Colleyville. Um, I, I maybe Colleyville is not right, but it's he's from some like Dallas Fort Worth suburb, so he's from the area. But like there was some interview in like 2016 or whatever where he's like, I yeah, I don't really claim Texas anymore. Like this is just my home. Like I don't really care that much about it. Now he's back. He's like, oh yeah, hometown guy. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I can forgive you. We literally stole you, a two-time Cy Young Award winner. But um, they're thinking that like the time off might like, like the injuries are never good. But it wasn't like a shoulder injury or anything mm-hmm. that's going to linger. It was just a leg injury for most of last year. And he was one of the most like put in the most innings over like a five year span or whatever, like given um, postseason and regular season or whatever. He just like, he needed like a season off, honestly, because like he was kind of coming apart and his arm angle was like falling down and down and down each year. So they've gotten it kind of back up, I think um, around to where it was in like 2017 or just back up higher than it was in like 2019 and 2018. Um, So I don't think he's going to be Cy Young caliber, but if that, I think he's honestly going to be their third starter. Um, because Lance Lynn is already slotted in as the opening day guy. Um, Mike Miner has looked fantastic um, in these summer camp starts. Like yesterday, he pitched six innings, 84 pitches, 11 strikeouts. Ooh. I was just like, that's oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I see you, Mike Miner. And he also made Joey Gallo look absolutely foolish on a couple different pitches. So, I mean, when Mike Miner's dealing, he'll make anybody look foolish, but like, Jeez, like I am, <laughs> I'm excited for this rotation, which is not something I've ever said about a Texas Rangers team. I don't think I've ever said it. 
So what is the best case scenario for the Rangers this season? Is it that wild card that you mentioned, or do you think that they could, or if they get that wild card, do you think they could actually like contend in the playoffs or is it kind of a crapshoot? We'll see how it goes or. I think so. I think it's like, I think if they get the wild card, then like this team will really believe in themselves. I really like Chris Woodward as a manager. He did a really good job last year. Like he does a really good job of just like instilling belief in like the players like believing in themselves and he really is like genuine about it and like cares a lot about him um and like when Willie Calhoun went to the hospital he like immediately ditched the game and like rode with him in the ambulance um to the hospital um which was really cool um and his wife is actually a trauma nurse um so she was able to like talk to Willie like he was there with his with like his wife and like Willie's family like talking them through like hey here's what's going on um because she has some experience in that but I think they can make some noise. I don't think they, I mean, like anything's possible. I mean, we've seen the two best Rangers teams um, in 2011 and 2010 or 2012, um, like not win the world series. I mean, 11, they got pretty close. And then 2012, I think they were the best team in baseball. And then they just had a massive collapse um, no thanks to, to you guys. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. And then lost in a wild card game because they pulled you Darvish too early as a rookie, but you know, weird things happen in the playoffs. So I don't know. I think, I think they can get there. Um, but once they get there, it's going to be anybody's guess. Honestly, the A's are still my pick to win the AL West this year. I think that they got a good shot. The Astros have a lot of noise around them and I don't know if they're going to be able to stay healthy or any of that stuff. Uh, I, I think that the A's, they're focused. They got Chris Davis coming back. If you add him to their lineup from last year, Piscotty's healthy. Uh, Barreto's tearing the cover off the ball. Their lineup is fierce if these guys are all clicking. And uh, they got, you know, enough pitching. So we'll, we'll see defense. how it goes. Yeah, oh, their defense they're is so good. Scary good defensive team. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, what, you got Ramon Laureano out in center. He can just catch any ball that's everything. hit. So. And he has literally like a cannon of the gods for literally yes. to his shoulder. Like it's just <laughs> it's insane. Um, the guy who who um, writes about minor league baseball, this guy's named uh, Tep, he goes by Tepid online. He's like, you never forget the eighty grade tools when you see him in person. And Ramon Laureano, that guy's got an eighty grade arm. Like, good lord, it's nasty. But um, is Sean Murphy starting this year? Because I see I saw him a lot um, in Frisco, and he he really impressed me in the minor leagues a few years back when I saw him there. He, he should be the starter. I think Austin Allen's got a leg up on the, the backup position, but that could also be Jonah Hyam. So they got three guys that can kind of hit decently. I think Hyam's a little bit more, uh, a little worse hitter and a little bit better defensively. So he's more well-rounded than both of them, I think, but you know, he's, they're all going to be okay. I think that's really the only question mark in the lineup right now is, who's playing catcher and how's that going to go? Honestly, like he's got some raw pop in there. Like I saw him take BP and it was loud and it was nasty. And I, I honestly loved it. I, I wish that he was, was on the Rangers, but you know, Rangers have their own catching prospects coming up and, and yeah. maybe they'll have some fun with that in the next few years. But for now, I hope Robinson Torinos is okay. And um, he'll be ready for, I don't know, at least the first week of the season, but you know, who knows, who knows if they even have a season, like, I don't know. I was talking on Twitter the other day and I was just like, it's, it's like, it's fun to get excited about baseball. Sometimes, some days it's just like, I don't know if I can get excited about baseball right now. Yeah. I was having a hard time for a couple of weeks there, but 
I felt like I was just kind of dragging on the podcast a little bit. So I'm like, I'm just going to act like there is a season and go with that and, you know, treat it like I was during spring training. And then if things change, I'll, you know, change again. But uh, for right now, I'm just trying to, you know, here's baseball as you know, what happens. And if, you know, something happens where, you know, there's a COVID breakout or something like that, obviously I want to talk about that because it is affecting the game. But uh, I, I was doing probably a month worth of podcasts, just bashing the ownership and uh, their decisions and, you know, uh, not paying the minor leaguers and COVID testing and all that stuff. So I'm like, eh, I'm trying to be in a happier space with the podcast right now. Um, yeah, this last week kind of, last week kind of bummed me out or I mean, cause just, what was it yesterday? I, yeah, I think it was yesterday. I don't know. All days are in weeks and time are, are all fluid right now, but um, the Rangers decided to lay off uh, 12% of their staff and it was just like what, or furlough, excuse me, yeah. lay off. They furloughed them through <laughs> December um, and a lot of the ticket sales apartment and other things like that got cut hard and they only have um, health insurance through October, which I'm like, Jeez, in the middle of a doing? pandemic, it's nice to yeah, get like, health insurance. And so there's a lot of uh, righteous outrage at uh, ownership um, for them being billionaires and, and crying how poor they are, even though they're, they're not poor at all. So I was a little I, frustrating. I saw that, and the timing was strange because the season is now around the corner. It's a little bit over a week away, and now mm. they're going to start furloughing people that the the timing struck me as very strange. It seems like a May decision, not a, you know, one week before the season's actually going to get started decision if it, it was going be. to happen. But I think a lot of it's because like the ticket sales just got done, like doing like refunds and stuff for all of this. So they're like, yeah, you just like did all your jobs. We don't really need you. So we're going to decide to free, furlough you now. Um, and this was just like two weeks after they like made everybody start coming back into the office and someone, uh, I, I think several employees contracted COVID. So, yeah. and they're like, yeah, no, you're still working from the office. I was like, what, are you kidding me? Really? I, I'm, I, I think that the the way to do it would be, you know, quote unquote, furlough them or, you know, have them work from home or don't work from home, but still pay them because that would be their good approach you know the best community relations that you could do uh best mm -hmm. public relations you could do is you know hey we're going to pay them and keep them safe but also keep them away from us because we uh you know congregating is not good right now uh i, I don't get how yeah and the thing is, is like so they hard can work teams. just fine from home and they had been working from home yeah I, sorry I, I didn't mean to cut you off oh there. no no like, you're good skype was or whatever this is Zoom <laughs> was weird. it like made you like stop talking and then like all of your words came at once ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn um yeah so i i think that most teams are having this issue right now the royals are the only team that i think have decent pr right now i think the rays the rays had a really good black lives matter statement so uh that bought me some points and uh, them, yeah the, the mariners have uh, many, many African-American players on their team. And I uh, appreciate that. And, you know, I rooted for them when Ken Griffey was on the team and I was, you know, oh, a wee lass. So, uh, <laughs> you know, one team that I don't think I've ever actually rooted for, the Rangers. I don't know yeah. why. I, I don't nope. like them. That's fair. <laughs> Honestly, right now, I don't really like the Rangers right now <laughs> either. So I just kind of, I love Joey Gallo and like some of the people on the team, but like management and like the decisions they've made it, it like, there are like big fans, like friends of mine who are like big Rangers fans who are like, yeah, like 
someone, a friend of mine, he goes by Deer Chair on Twitter. Don't, don't ask. There's, there's no logical explanation for it. Um, but he's like, yeah, I, he made a statement. Like, I'm furloughing my fandom until, like, they decide to, like, start treating employees equitably. And a couple other people were like, yeah, like, I am not a fan of this team right now. I don't like it. Like, I've been a fan of this team for forever, my whole life. And, like, it's just the things that they keep doing to their employees are making me, like, reconsider my allegiance to this team. And, like there's some pretty pretty powerful people in Rangers fandom who like, if they're making these statements and like management should really like consider what they're doing and yeah. like how it's affecting the fans. Cause these are like the diehards and like other people will, will probably be following suit and like listening to these people cause they have big influence on the community. So like do the right thing, unfurlough your people. I, I tried having that influence in my own house because uh, the A's owner also owns shares of the gap. And uh, I was like, babe, we can't uh, shop the gap anymore. She's like, I'm, I just purchased a whole bunch of things. And I was like, all right, well, there, I guess. <laughs> well, next, next time, next, next time, time. We'll the, I don't know, baby gap or whatever. <laughs> I guess that's probably, you've run into the same issue there. So maybe, yeah. maybe not baby gap or I don't know what a gap equivalent is. I, I have not reached uh, dad. Old Navy. There we go. Yeah, or it. Banana Republic. I think they're all in the same group. Honestly, I feel like they're all the same. So Yeah, no, they are. <laughs> they're just different levels of income, I think. <laughs> You've got to plug in like, all right, here's my yearly salary. Which one of these do I shop at? Yes. So I'm going to cut it right there for part two, you guys. Part three is coming at you guys tomorrow. Um, in that one, we talk a little bit about uh, the Washington Post article that's said that the rangers should change their name and what he feels about that some ideas for what the rangers could be called and uh you know just the history of that name in general um so yeah that's what's coming up in part three there's you know other baseball stuff in there too but it's a little more social justicey type stuff so uh if you're interested in that tune into part three please subscribe to the podcast uh wherever you get podcasts leave a rating and a review if you can and follow us on social media at locked on a's on twitter and instagram i'm at by jason b he is at bryce patrick and uh yeah just email us any questions that you may have in the meantime stay indoors celebrate good times keep wearing those masks and i will talk to you guys tomorrow (laughs) 